0: Welcome to Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Our host is Aaron David Free, president of Israel Team Advocates International. Aaron is an author, speaker, Bible teacher, and an advocate for Israel and the Jewish people on college campuses nationwide. This is Israel and You. Hey, welcome to Israel and You. I'm your host, Aaron David Free. You can follow Israel Team on Facebook at Israel Team Advocates. You can follow us on our website, which is very educational, IsraelTeam.org. You can listen to our podcast at Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, or Amazon Music, or you can go to AFR.net, and we're located there as well, our podcast. We're in a third part of a three-part series entitled, What on Earth is Happening?, And you may be asking that question today, what on earth is going on? What on earth is happening? Well, I have a good word for you today, a encouraging and blessing word for you today. It's a message that has to do with God's rule and reign in the earth, the establishment of God's kingdom. This message has everything to do with you, the church, and Israel in the last days. And again, this is a third in a three-part series, What on Earth is Happening, and we've looked at two revolutions so far, and these revolutions the Lord is actually sending to the world and to the church. A revolution can be defined as a shakeup or a change, and so we'll give a quick review of the first two revolutions I've already shared with you. The first revolution is the revolution of separation, and that comes from Jesus' teaching in the Olivet Discourse in Matthew chapter 25. And the scripture says at the end of the age, Jesus will separate the nations as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats based on how they treat his brethren at the end of the age. And in Matthew 25, Jesus says that he's going to gather all the nations together and And to the righteous, he will say, I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was sick and you visited me in prison and you visited me and so on. And then he'll say, the righteous will say, "When did we see you hungry and naked and thirsty?" And Jesus will say, "As you have done it unto the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me." To the unrighteous, he will say, "I was hungry, you didn't give me something to eat. I was thirsty, you didn't give me something to drink, and so on." And the unrighteous will ask, "When did we not see you naked or or, or hungry or in prison? We didn't feed you." And Jesus will say to them, "As you have not done it unto the least of these my brethren, you." You have not done it unto me. Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angel. The question is, who are the brethren of Jesus? And the answer is the Jewish people, uh, the Jewish nation. Jesus came to fulfill that which was spoken of the prophets. What Old Testament scripture talks about this separation taking place at the very end of the age based on how the nations treat Israel and the Jewish people you see Jesus drew from the scriptures what scriptures were they they were the old testament scriptures and this uh, declaration coming from the Lord is speaking in Matthew 25. He's really drawing from the, the prophet Joel, chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. The valley of Jehoshaphat is known in the Bible as the valley of judgment. And I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of who? My people and my heritage Israel. So, Jesus is saying in Matthew 25, he's going to judge the nations at the end of the age based on how they treat his people, his heritage, Israel, because in Joel 3, it says, they have scattered them among the nations and have divided up my land and have cast lots for my people. So, a revolution of separation is happening. It's really breathtaking right before our eyes. Jesus, our Jewish Messiah, is shaking up the nations, but remember, Judgment begins first at the house of God. He's shaking his church. And there are goat churches and sheep churches. Denominations and churches that are in a full scale rejection of Israel are being separated from the authentic church by the Lord himself. I just talked to a, a friend of mine who's been in a, this denominational church his entire life. And in the last few weeks, He told me I'm I'm leaving because the church is now sending our tithe money to support anti-Israel causes, and I just cannot be a part of this denomination anymore. Paul talks about this in Romans 11, verse 18 through 22. I'll give you the Aaron free paraphrase. Don't be prideful and arrogant towards the natural branches of the house of Israel. That's the Jewish people. Refrain from showing contempt towards them because if you do, you'll be cut off from the nourishing sap of the olive tree. And really, this is coming from Genesis 12, 3, where God says to Abraham and his Jewish descendants, whoever blesses Israel, I will bless. And whoever shows contempt towards the Jewish people, I will cause to be fruitless. And you can see this pattern replaying throughout history. The German churches showed contempt towards the Jewish people. German evangelical church had very strong roots, but they've been cut off. All of our great hymns, the theological works, and the great theologians came from Germany, but today uh, the German Christian population is probably less than 3%. What happened? They had contempt uh, in these last days of time towards the Jewish people, and the Lord himself separated them as a a shepherd separates the sheep from the goat. So the revolution of separation is happening right before our eyes. There are churches, denominations, and Christians that have turned against Israel that are fighting for their very survival. They've become fruitless. The wonderful news is that running parallel alongside of this revolution of separation is the revolution of restoration. And after 2,000 years of separation from the rudiments of our faith, saints in the nations are awakening to this wonderful truth that Jesus is Jewish. In fact, Jesus is the world's best-known Jew. He was raised in a devout Torah-keeping family. He practiced the Feast of Israel. Jesus was born a Jew. He died a Jew and is returning as the Lion of the tribe of Judah, Judah. He is still Jewish and will be Jewish for eternity. Jesus didn't die on a cross as a Jew and then resurrect as a Gentile Christian. He remained Jewish. And you can hear the first two revolutions by going to Israelteam.org to our podcast page and listen for free or you can go to Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Stitcher or Spotify or AFR.net and again you can listen to our podcast for free and listen to these first two revolutions I've just giving you today Uh, a quick glance at what we've talked about. So today we're going to look at the third revolution. Remember the first revolution that the Lord is sending is the revolution of separation. Then the second is the revolution of restoration. Both of those are happening before our eyes. And he's also sending a third revolution to the church and to the world, the revolution of preparation. I remember when my kids were we're young, and we would go on vacation. They would always sit in the back and say, Daddy, are we there yet? <clears throat> and I would say, kids, watch for the signs. When you see the signs, you'll know that we're getting closer. So what, what are the signs of the day that we're living in. We're asking the question, what on earth is happening? And there's many signs in the Bible about the point of history that we're in. And the first comes from Luke chapter 21, verse seven through nine. And it says, and they ask him, teacher, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, see that you are not led astray for many will come in my name saying, I am and the time is at hand do not go after them and when you hear of wars and rumors of wars don't be terrified for these things must first take place but the end is not yet and in Matthew and he records the olive Discourse of Jesus as well it's in Luke 21 and Matthew uh, 24 and 25 Jesus says in Matthew 24 8 all these things that Luke just uh, records all these things are the beginning of birth pangs. So, birth pangs start gradually. Uh, Uh, young mother that's uh, pregnant, when it comes time for her delivery, the birth pangs start. And let me ask you a question. Uh, For that young mother, as she's getting ready to give birth and the birth pangs start, is she terrified? Is she uh, upset? Is she angry? No, she's actually overjoyed that her pregnancy is coming to an end and the baby is going to be born. So when, when you see these things, Jesus says they're the beginning of birth pangs. So beloved, that I would encourage you today as we're seeing these birth pangs in our world today, it is really an actual time of rejoicing because we know the coming of the Lord is drawing nigh. And so birth pangs start gradually, then they increase with frequency and intensity. And then in Luke chapter 21, verse 23 and 24 Jesus says, For there will be great distress upon the earth, wrath against this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword. And what, by the way, what people is he talking about? He's talking about the Jewish people, and that is happening today. There is wrath against this people, the Jewish people, that will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled. And then in verse 32, Jesus says, of Luke 21, truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all this has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. So verse 24 talks about the diaspora, the scattering of the Jews among the nations, and that has happened for 2,000 years. So Jesus says, Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, and that is actually true. The Romans trampled Jerusalem, the Byzantine Empire, the Muslims, the Crusaders, the Turks, the British... Jerusalem has been trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, Jesus said. So when did the Jewish people reclaim their capital city, Jerusalem? It happened in 1967 in the Six-Day War. And in Luke 21, 28, it says, now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads. Because your redemption is drawing near. Jesus is saying that when the Jews regain the city of Jerusalem, get ready, we're almost there. Keep on keeping on, press on regardless. He's saying this is a sign for us to know that our redemption is drawing nigh. And again, in verse 32, truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until this has taken place. What has taken place? Jerusalem is retaken by the Jewish people Uh, does this indicate that the generation that sees Jerusalem come back into the hands of Jewish people after more than 2,000 years is the generation that will see the coming of the Lord I believe that Jesus seems to be saying that and we do not know the day or the hour But we do know the seasons because in verse 29 of Luke chapter 21, it says, and he told them this parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. So Israel is the fig tree. The nations are all the trees. You know how many nations have been born uh, in the last hundred years? It's amazing. Hundreds of nations have have been born from, from uh, ob- obscurity in just the last hundred years. So Israel, they became a nation after 2,000 years. And then all these other little trees began to form. So Jesus is saying, when you see this happening, you know that the summer is near. So we do not know... Uh, the moment of the coming of the Lord, but we do know the seasons and we see the tree Israel, the fig tree blossoming. And so we know we're in the season of the coming of the Lord. Does this indicate that this generation will that sees Jerusalem uh, recaptured by the Jewish people after 2,000 years? I say again, Jesus seems to be saying that. So the fig tree Israel is the sign. And when the leaves begin to blossom, you know that summer is near. Get ready for the final harvest. And this is the season or the revolution of preparation. Prepare for the final harvest of the earth. And we're going to look when we come back at several clues in the Olivet Discourse and how we know if we're almost there at the point of the coming of the Lord. So we'll catch you on the other side as we continue to talk about the revolution of preparation. Let's prepare ourselves for what is coming next. There's going to be great trouble coming on the earth, but we as the saints of God, we want to be fully prepared for what's coming next. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Hello, I'm Aaron Free, and I'm honored to serve as president of Israel Team Advocates International. Israel Team is a unique nonprofit organization that is changing the growing narrative within the Christian world that the Jewish people are illegally occupying the land of Israel. The truth is that God, the God of the Bible, identifies himself as the God of Israel, and Jerusalem is his footstool. God has given this land to the Jewish people as an eternal possession within the evangelical communities millennial generation and generation z there's an alarming decline of support for israel presently about 70 percent of young evangelicals are unsure of israel's right of their very existence if this trend continues we are going to see a majority anti-israel evangelical movement within 10 years imagine future christian leaders in america calling for the removal of jews from the holy land israel team Cares deeply about the future of American Christianity and is investing in the young Christian leaders of tomorrow. We work on Christian college campuses and church youth and college groups to make a difference for Israel and the church as well. We mentor pastors and church leaders and counteract the growing trend of replacement theology being proclaimed from churches across America. I'm asking you today to help us in this noble cause. We can change the current trend of of anti-Israelism, one church and one college campus at a time. You can go to our website at IsraelTeam.org to donate today and stand with us today. We ask you that you consider giving to Israel Team on a monthly basis. In the present exponential rise of anti-Semitism in America, our efforts must double to push back against this darkness. For your gift this month to Israel Team, we want to send you our new book, The Casualty of Contempt, The Alarming Rise of Anti-Semitism, and what can be done to stop it. Go to israelteam.org. That's israelteam.org. This is Israel and You, bringing Israel and the Jewish people into focus. Hey, welcome back to Israel and You. We're looking at the three revolutions that the Lord is sending to the church in these last days of time. The revolution of separation, the revolution of restoration. And today we're looking at the revolution of preparation. We need to be like the, the wise virgins who prepared their lamps, uh, the, the wicks and the oil prepared to meet the bridegroom when he comes. So there are several clues in the Olivet Discourse Now, how we know that we're getting close to the coming of the Lord. Here's clue number one. It comes from Matthew chapter 23, verse 37 through 39 O Jerusalem Jerusalem Jesus says the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it how often would i have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing see your house is left to you desolate for i tell you you will not see me again until you say blessed is he who comes in the name of of the Lord, we know we are in the season of the Lord's reign and kingdom being fully established. When there is a significant number of Jews living in Jerusalem, because Jesus said, "You will not see me again until I hear you say, Baruch Atah Hashem Adonai, Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord." Is this happening? Yes, the turn of the century in the early nineteen hundreds, as the Jews started immigrating back. Uh, To Israel, there were about 250,000 Jews living in the promised land. Today, there are over 6 million Jews living in the land of Israel. Jerusalem has been declared as the capital of Israel. Presently, another 10 to 12 million Jews are living amongst the nations of the earth. You know, in France, there's about 5,000 Jews fleeing France every year. Most of them are headed straight to Israel because of the anti-Semitism in France. In Europe and America, both of these continents are becoming more and more uncomfortable for the Jews. Just a few days ago, Aaron Kayak, the Jewish Engagement director for the White House tweeted, if you fear for your life or physical safety, speaking to Jewish people in America, if you fear for your life or physical safety, take off your kippah and hide your Star of David. Jesus said that there's going to be great wrath towards the Jewish people in the last days. Uh, these are the times that we're living in. The FBI says that there's been a 40% rise in anti-Semitic violence in the last days. Uh, 12 months in los angeles just this week uh, It's amazing the los angeles jewish communities have hired israeli defense force security personnel to guard their Jewish communities, their synagogues, their Jewish community centers. It's an amazing time that we're in. This is very necessary for the Jews to protect themselves. Israel is becoming more and more attractive to Jews fleeing the nations of the earth because it seems to be the only place for them to hide from the violence of anti-Semitism. So clue number one is that there must be a large uh, amount of Jewish people living in Jerusalem uh and jerusalem again was taken back by the jewish people in 1967 and they will say one day baruch atah hashem adonai to the lord when he returns clue number two in matthew 24 verse 14 it says this but the one who endures to the end will be saved And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. The second clue is there'll be revival amongst the nations. Is that happening today? Yes. The fastest growing church in the world today is actually in the Islamic world. Uh, In the communist world of China, in in Russia, uh, people are coming to the Lord in record numbers. So that is happening. And you see that sign. You know that the time of the coming of the Lord is near in uh, Zechariah chapter 14 2 it talks about the third clue and Zechariah the prophet says for I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to battle and Jesus repeats this prophecy in Luke chapter 21 verse 20 when he says Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies so that's a clue Jerusalem will be surrounded is this happening today yes To the north is Hezbollah, the Iranian proxy. They send rocket fire into northern Israel. To the south is Hamas. Over 4,000 rockets have been fired into Israel in the last several weeks, some hitting Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. To the west, Fatah. Uh, They pay families of suicide bombers that are successful in murdering innocent people. Jewish men, women, and children. To the east is the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, I called my, my cousin Manuka uh, in her uh, apartment during the, the uh, rocket fire coming in from uh, Hamas in the Gaza Strip. I said, are you running to the bomb shelter? She said, yes, there's a bomb shelter in my building. Can you believe that? I mean, every building in Israel has a bomb shelter or there's one nearby for Jewish people to flee when these rockets come in. Iran has vowed to ethnically cleanse Israel of all Jews. Today, Israel is surrounded and they have nowhere to flee. The United Nations and the International Criminal Court in The Hague, they bring human rights violations against nations around the world. 85% of all human rights violations are are written against this tiny little state, the Jewish state known as Israel. So anti-Semitism is like a mutating virus. Anti-Semitism is the world's oldest hatred. And the Jews brought the God-given moral law of God into the world. And for this, they've never been forgiven. And so anti-Semitism is on the rise. The Jewish people living in Israel, they are surrounded. In the Middle Ages, Jews were persecuted because of their religion. In the 19th and 20th centuries, they were reviled because of their race. Today, Jews are attacked and hated because of their nation state, Israel. And denying the Jews the right to self-determination in their own land is the new anti-Semitism. Today, members in our own Congress are supporting Israel's sworn enemies and they're supporting the total annihilation of the Jewish state. Today, anti-Semitism has mutated once again and Jews are hated because they were accused of violating human rights. And whenever you hear people proclaim that Jews are not supporting human rights, you are hearing the new anti-Semitism. They chant, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What are they saying? We're going to ethnically cleanse Israel of all Jews. So Israel is now seen as an apartheid state. It is not difficult to imagine in the not too distant future, there may not be one nation left to support Israel, including America. So Clue one, there'll be a great number of Jews living in Jerusalem. Clue two, there's going to be a revival amongst the nations. Clue three, Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies. And clue four is the city of Jerusalem will be cut in half. And this comes from Zechariah chapter 14, verse two, half of the city shall go into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be cut off from the city. And the prophet Zechariah here is talking about the city of Jerusalem. So half the city shall go into exile. The division of Jerusalem has been recommended by the United Nations for years. The Roadmap to Peace written by uh, the United States back in the early 2000s. The Roadmap to Peace calls for the division of the city of Jerusalem to be cut in half. The present war that's going on with Hamas against israel in the last couple months and and all these rockets being fired uh the issue is jerusalem they want to establish a capital of islamic caliphate in the city of jerusalem it's interesting in the quran would you like to know how many times jerusalem is mentioned in the quran never It's never mentioned once in the entire Quran. In the Bible the city of Jerusalem is mentioned over 800 times. So Zechariah in Zechariah 12 verse 2 through 3 the prophet says, Behold, I'm about to make Jerusalem a cup of staggering to all the surrounding peoples. The siege of Jerusalem will also be against Judah. On that day I will make Jerusalem of heavy stone for all peoples. All who lift It will surely hurt themselves, and all the nations of the earth will gather against it. So when you see this sign that the nations are gathering against Jerusalem, we know that we're definitely in the season of the ripening of the fig tree Israel. And if we want to understand our moment in human history, then we must find out what God is doing in our generation and join Him in His work. The cataclysmic conclusion of the age is it God's top agenda in his prophetic calendar and the age will not conclude until the full restoration of Israel. What on earth is happening? God is right now wrapping up history and he's calling for his saints to prepare for what is coming next. And we're going to have to finish this third revolution next time because I'm I'm out of time. But you can go to israelteam.org, you can follow us on Facebook Uh, israel team advocates you can follow us on our podcast page or apple podcast or google podcast or spotify podcast we encourage you to join us as we educate you on what is happening in our earth today see you next time the views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the american family association or american family radio